The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 673. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap-Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She's an entrepreneur in Singapore who's running a startup called Venurific, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Cynthia Jiyun Kim. Cynthia, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Sure. Thank you, Sheena. Uh, as Sheena mentioned, I am running a startup here in Singapore called Venurific. It started six years ago, and I'm proud to say it is now the largest event venue marketplace in Southeast Asia with headquarters in Singapore. We have a team of 21 with operations in two countries, Singapore and Indonesia. And sometimes when we think of how far we've come from being a team of two with my business partner. It's definitely really surreal. And the startup life is tough, but it's definitely been a really rewarding experience on every level. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Cynthia, what's your cultural background? I actually moved to Singapore from my hometown, Vancouver, Canada, four years ago after I fell in love with the country. Singapore has such a vibrant startup, seeing the entrepreneurial spirit and fast societal adaptation to new technology. And all these really won me over during my exchange at NUS, which is a university here in Singapore. And after I graduated, I packed my bags and I said bye to my family. So I've always been exposed to entrepreneurship since I was young. I watched my grandfather on my maternal side, even though I don't remember much about his journey. But I also have my dad, who is an entrepreneur himself. And I always felt that I wanted to be a part of something that could create an impact on the world. And I really think everyone has their own path in their lives. And I felt like this was my calling and I have to move to Singapore. And also, as an Asian woman, I felt that I can achieve more for myself back in Asia with cultural advantage. But Singapore is such an international country that I feel such Asian cultural advantage doesn't really matter here. And you can do anything you want as long as you set your mind to it as well. I was originally born in Tokyo, Japan, as our family relocated there due to my dad's work. And after seven years in Japan, we moved back to Korea, where my parents are from, and then moved to Vancouver, Canada at the age of 12. And I feel blessed to have had the experience of living in such different countries and widening my perspective of the world. But it's also not stopped me from getting caught in the crisis of identifying who I really am and which culture or country do I associate myself the most with and would I call myself my home. And now I have become more comfortable with that side of me. And, and I'm proud to say that I can call all these three places my home. And it's definitely shaped me in different ways. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Cynthia, what's your favorite self-confidence quote? Okay, I actually have two quotes. (laughs) My first go-to quote is, confidence comes naturally with success, but success comes only to those who are confident. And everyone has a different path in life. And your, your kind of success that you are striving for, whether it is being financially free, or is it being able to work in your area of passion? 
or having a happy family. All these actually come only when you're comfortable with who you are and kind to yourself that you know you are in your own journey at your own pace with no comparison to others, which us women tend to do a lot. And I really feel that we all need to accept this and then we will be able to be more confident. And it can't help with all the media definitely portraying all the time who we should be or what we should become and how far behind we feel compared to them. But I think it's all about accepting yourself and being kind to yourself. And when you see those women or men in the media, you want to know how I can take away something and learn from his or her life to apply to my life to get to where I want to be rather than just comparing yourself and seeing why you're at such stage compared to where they are. And I also have another quote. This is by Kyoko Eskumila. She's a Japanese photographer and it meant a lot to me when a good friend of mine shared with me before I left to Singapore from Vancouver. She said, your 20s are your selfish years. It's a decade to immerse yourself in every single thing possible. Be selfish with your time and all the aspects of you. Tinker with shit, travel, explore, love a lot, love a little, and never touch the ground. You don't need to be in 20s, I feel, to relate to this quote. It talks about self-love and taking risks. And again, you are in your own path to understand and explore what works for you. And you can still explore that at 40s, 50s, 60s. And you may even consider, you may even discover something you did not discover in your 20s and feel satisfaction from life. Thanks for sharing those great quotes. And Cynthia, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? I was actually thinking when I discovered my self-confidence and I thought back to my high school days back in Vancouver. So I think that's when I had the least self-confidence because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to study in university and the uncertainty of it all kind of made me more stressed out and wonder if I'm good enough to do what is expected for a lot of Asian students. I think a lot of our parents in Asian cultures will usually tell us, hey, go to a good university, which will get you a good job and the stability will be worth it. Because when you're a doctor or a lawyer, you will have no financial stress. And fortunately, my parents never pressure me in such ways, but I always put that pressure on myself and I don't know why. Maybe because I always like to compare myself or think that I need to prove that I'm good enough following those societal expectations. But I started to think differently in university that there is another path for me, but I don't know which one yet. But I will eventually like find that out for myself later on. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that's something we all go through. Like you mentioned, like that pressure we put on ourselves. Maybe it's the upbringing, um, but we just feel like we have to prove something, not realizing like we just have to go out there and do what we love and, you know, it'll naturally come. And what was that point in your life when you realized you can go out there and be who you are today? What was that aha moment? Yeah, so my aha moment would have to be, I think, in university where there's more people of course, then your high school and there's more individuality and we're given the chance to explore what we want to do. And my and I was very blessed to be able to have parents who supported me to travel out and see the world. And when I chanced upon Singapore during exchange, it was like a calling. It was like little like light bulb lighting in my head. And it kind of helped me to realize that, hey, I need to kind of go to Asia. This is where I need to be. I need to be part of this entrepreneurial world. And I don't know which startup I'm going to be part of, which which company I'm going to join or which company I'm going to start, but I'm going to move there no matter what. And I'll figure that out myself when I get there. 
So that's when I think everything fell into place when I took that big、um, leap of faith and then just moved there. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's great that you were able to take that leap because a lot of people are scared, right, to take that leap, especially you know fearing the unknown. A lot of people fear like you know every bad thing could happen, not realizing they can switch it and think of all the possibilities that can happen. Like for you, you went to Singapore, you moved there, you started a startup company, and you know because of all these realizations, what's your life been like now? I think discovering self confidence is an ongoing journey, and I wouldn't say that I'm perfect. And I'm, you know, I've already founded a startup. Okay, that's great. I'm already where I perfectly happy with myself. I wouldn't. I would definitely not say that. It's an ongoing thing, and、I'm, but I am accepting of who I am, and I spend a lot of my time caring for myself because I feel that I deserve it. And a lot, I do different things to do that. For example, I exercise almost every single day using this app. Called ClassPass, which kind of helps me to explore different types of exercise like yoga, Pilates, or Les Mills, which I'm really into lately. And I think it's being aware of what works for my body and understand what I need to work on more to improve my physicality. Is it core or strength or flexibility? And I also like to spend time to discover like what works for my body in terms of dressing up. What are some new things that I could try wearing? Because I like that part of Myself because I get to be flexible at work to be able to dress up, and that's something that also kind of helps me with self confidence because I think dressing up can really help you be confident in yourself that you didn't really imagine before. And I also started meditating a few years back and have been doing at least once a week or on days where I feel really stressed and I can't think clearly. Lately, I'm trying to use stones that exude like different energies, like for Wealth or peace, and hold them while I meditate them, and the energy from it can be overwhelmingly incredible. So I really feel that we have to exercise our mind, like how we exercise our body. And once we practice and do it consistently, I feel anyone can be more aware and self-confident of themselves in this journey to growing self-confidence. Thanks for sharing that, and you know I love how you mentioned exercising your mind because I think it's so important. You know, like you mentioned, it's just as, as important as exercising your body. So I think that was、um, a great tip that you mentioned. And Cynthia, if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, or check out some of your work, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, definitely. You can connect with me on LinkedIn as well, Cynthia Jiyun Kim, or you can check out the startup, the www.venuefit.com. We also have like venue recommendations for your events in our blog as well. Blog.venuefit.com, or you can follow Venuefit on social media as well. We're all active on Facebook, Instagram,、uh, wherever you need to be, so you can get the latest updates on the newest venues in Asia as well. And I also have www.stylewithck.com, or you can email me at stylewithck@gmail.com. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Cynthia, you can also head on over to the TaoSelfConfidence dot com and search for Cynthia's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Cynthia today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self confidence. So thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you, Sheena. Not a problem.、It、was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of another amazing woman's journey to self confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self Confidence. 
Get your free audiobook by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.